What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ryan Inman. And for our curbside consult today, we're going to talk a little bit about money market funds and staying the course with your investments. Thank you so much for what you guys do. I really appreciate you guys out on the front lines, saving us, helping us. And just remember that you aren't alone and our community is here to help you guys through this really tough time. So make sure to join us, financialresidency.com slash community. Also remember that I'd love to answer your questions. So please email me at ryan at financialresidency.com or click on the link and leave me a voicemail at financialresidency.com slash question. So Melissa in our community asked this question, watching our retirement accounts and investments tank. I know they'll probably recover in time, but it's depressing. I'm also curious about how much your savings you choose to keep in quote unquote safer account like a money market. So Melissa, thanks for writing this in. I actually want to make sure we clarify a few things before we go forward. So the part on safer account like a money market. Now a money market fund is a mutual fund that invests in cash or cash equivalents. Think of CDs, U.S. treasuries, commercial paper. Money market accounts are completely different. And the key difference is that money market accounts are sponsored by fund companies and they don't carry any guarantee of principle, unlike money market funds, which actually are insured by the FDIC or the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Now, money market funds are kind of unique they're safe, right? They should have safety inside them because they're investing in stable and safe investments. Money market securities are basically providing a fixed return with really short maturities. They provide accessibility because they can be bought and sold at any time and you don't have any of those market timing restrictions, which none of you should be doing anyway, but they don't have any of those type of restrictions. But they do carry some risk and in latest memory would be September of 2008, when there was a money market fund, reserve primary fund, that failed. It had, essentially, they held all of these short-term loans from Lehman Brothers. And as we know from Lehman Brothers, they went under late 2008. And so when the firm went bankrupt, essentially the fund's share price dropped below a buck. So money market funds generally are at a dollar. This dropped to about 97 cents, I believe. And they were unable to meet redemptions. So eventually they were forced to kind of fold and go under. And that's when the U.S. Treasury had to step in and start guaranteeing other money market funds to protect those other funds because they were obviously FDIC insured and they had to step in. So they're not completely risk free. But I wanted to make that distinction because you just said money market. And I want to make sure that you guys all know that there's a difference between money market funds and money market accounts. All right. See, I get nerdy when I just go off on these old tangents when I see something. Sorry about that. But I think it's really important. So investments and watching your investments tank, obviously you're a little emotional. Everyone is rightfully so. I mean, we're all like we talked about on other shows. There's a lot of anxiety and a lot of things that are happening. And even if we didn't have a pandemic, watching this kind of crazy volatility is absolutely insane. I'm recording this Tuesday. So this will go out on Wednesday. And today the market was up several percent to then trade down just below even and while just below even doesn't seem like a big day if you weren't watching, which you all shouldn't be watching your investments every day, but I tend to watch it every day. That's my job. There was a thousand point swing today. That's a ton of volatility in the market for a seemingly what looked like a normal day. That is a lot of volatility. So it is completely understandable that you're watching your investments lose money. 
But one thing that I would push back on you is were you invested too aggressively? Most people will say, well, I'm young. I can afford to take the risk or they'll listen to their friends that they're hundred percent in stock or whatever it may be. And they end up taking too much risk to where they can't stomach the downturn and watching those investments lose money and seeing red across your accounts is, is a really sometimes scary thing, especially if you've taken too much risk. So I'd love for you to strip out the emotion and to look at it realistically and try to think through, could you stomach this risk? Did you sell? Like, we don't know what happened with what you've done, which is okay not to tell everyone what you're doing. But we don't know if you are comfortable with your current risk assessment, your risk tolerance, your risk profile, and what you're actually invested in. So please, whatever you do, don't change your investment philosophy now when you have heightened emotions. Continue to keep dollar cost averaging into the market, right? We've talked about time in the market, not timing the market. Now, timing the market would be like turning on CNBC and watching the talking heads go back and forth about what stocks are up, what stocks are down. And this is something I've noticed a lot in not only our community, which not as much, but other physician forums, is that all of a sudden, everyone thinks that they're extremely smart in investing and they know what's going to come back fastest or what's going to rebound and, or what's going to decrease quicker. And all of a sudden, everyone becomes market timing experts, which is absolutely ridiculous. So please tune that noise out, continue down the same investing philosophy. And by dollar cost averaging in, it's going to allow you to buy potentially more stock, but I want you to think about the same dollar amount at the same interval. And by doing that, it's going to allow you to not time the market. You're going to be buying in at different times with different amounts. As markets go down, you'll be buying more shares. As markets go up, you technically are buying less shares, but that reduces some of the market timing risk that you're going to have. That will allow you to achieve, which our number one principle really is to, to be time in the market. The longer you are invested historically, the better you will do. So hopefully it was helpful. I gave you a little bit of a lesson on money market funds. I apologize for nerding out on some history, but I think it's really important for you guys to understand that. So thank you again for writing this in. If you guys would like me to answer any of your questions, I'm here to help. Want to be here for you guys like you're here for all of us. So thank you. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Cheers.